This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Joe Biden and congressional leaders met again this afternoon to discuss where things stand on the prospect of raising the nation's debt ceiling. A White House readout of the event says Biden directed staff to continue meeting with Capitol Hill negotiators on the subject, and while more work remains to come to an agreement, he is optimistic on the possibility of a path to a responsible bipartisan budget agreement. After the meeting, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said much remains to be decided, but today's meeting moved things in the right direction. McCarthy did not directly address where work requirement language stands in the negotiations, including whether or not changes would be limited to certain programs or also include the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest. Biden administration leaders say a nearly $11 billion investment in the nation's rural power grid is coming at a critical time for the country's electric cooperatives. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says many of the power providers in farm country are behind in their renewable investments. This program is designed to begin the process of, uh, of allowing the rural electric cooperatives uh, to, to uh, essentially reach a parity, if you will, with the privately owned uh, 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 utility companies that have already begun uh, significant investment um, to make it a little bit easier for the RECs to be able to uh, accelerate plans that they may have to transition away from fossil fuel activities that continually create a more expensive energy source uh, to a renewable source. The administration announced two new programs, including one exclusively for co-ops, Vilsack says those initiatives will be funded with Inflation Reduction Act dollars, but could also leverage other programs. Interestingly enough, the Inflation Reduction Act allows a stacking of benefits. So in addition to these uh, potential loans, grants, and loan modifications, uh, projects can also potentially take advantage of production tax credits and investment tax credits or the bipartisan infrastructure investments. Steve Davies has a look at the programs and what they can be used to fund in his coverage on agripulse.com, where you can also read Jackie Fatka's latest on an emergency approval of a vaccine to stem the spread of highly pathogenic avian influenza, but not in the nation's commercial poultry flocks. Finally today, last week's Supreme Court decision to uphold California's Proposition 12 animal housing law could cause some activity on Capitol Hill but moving legislation to counter the rule could prove difficult. Steve Davies has a look at the programs and what they can be used to fund in his coverage on agripulse.com, where you can also read Jackie Fatka's latest on an emergency approval of a vaccine to stem the spread of highly pathogenic avian influenza, but not in the nation's commercial poultry flocks. Finally today, last week's Supreme Court decision to uphold California's Proposition 12 animal housing law could cause some activity on Capitol Hill, but moving legislation to counter the rule could prove difficult. Iowa Republican and Senate Ag Committee member Chuck Grassley says he was disappointed in the high court's decision and would support legislation to address it. But he also acknowledged the challenge such a bill might face, hearkening back to the debate over the GMO labeling law. You get involved with some states' rights argument. You get involved in consumer protection. Those interests may not be so much prevalent in the Proposition 12 debate, uh, but you do have states' rights, and you have also the fact that uh, that the uh, uh, 
animal welfare groups support what chapter uh, what California is doing. Prop 12 is currently scheduled to go into effect at the beginning of July in California. It was under a stay in the court system while the Supreme Court was deliberating. A similar bill will go into effect next month in Massachusetts. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bureau is calling on Congress to stand up for family farms by stopping the unfair H-2A adverse effect wage rate rule. Support the resolution of disapproval. Learn more at fb.org labor. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.